0: Uh, hello and welcome to cody and corbin have a podcast the show where two former roommates talk about a new movie every week this week on the show we're talking about book smart
1: amy do you know how many girls are gonna be up your vagina next year every time i come to visit you you're gonna be scissoring a different girl dude scissoring is not a thing don't knock it until you've tried it don't knock it until you've tried it what if i don't use my
0: hands you can make yourself come using only your mind that's like the one thing my mind can't do no i use just other stuff a little elephant no stop that weird crochet pig my grandma gave me that you don't tell me what it is you know i'm gonna get it's a panda it's a panda okay what happened to her eye that fell off way before anything happened between us as always i'm your host corbin's vocal and joining me as this Second half of the dynamic duo in our own little movie is my co-host Cody Webb. Cody, how are we doing on this fine Sunday morning?
1: I'm doing amazing. Yeah, super excited to be back recording Cap. And um, yeah, I think we could uh, maybe match the duo in this into uh, Booksmart. Uh, maybe not to the extent, but uh, you know, I think we could take them in a couple drinking games. But um, yeah, regardless, I'm just jacked. It's my pick, man. How long has it been since uh, it's been my pick for a movie? Probably a good ten episodes. So. I know you think I have terrible taste in movies and everything, but <laughs> I thought I'd bring one of my favorites to the to the scene here, and uh, I'm excited to see what you have to, what you uh, think about it. So, uh, but yeah, I'm doing good, man. How you doing today?
0: I'm good. It's been officially uh, 11 episodes, so actually nine really? nine episodes. Nine episodes.
1: Oh my god, that's a lot of episodes, cap. Without me picking a movie, that's all I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Well, you came in hot with the pick, and <laughs> we got to get down to it. Why'd you pick it, Cody? What's up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast um, on some other episodes, I've definitely raved about this movie a couple times. Definitely one of just my personal favorites, I think. Um, I've only seen it twice, if I'm being completely honest. I uh, just picked it up, I believe, earlier in the year this year. And um, I'll tell you what, I'm just a big fan of this movie. If we, can, if we want to go into initial thoughts, I'll go into a ton more. But another reason I wanted to pick this is because we had talked i think it was on this podcast right where you said i've only watched the first five minutes of this movie and that's a crime that's an yeah crime.
0: i made it to the uh i made it through the mo- i was watching it last night and uh we got to the stop motion part and i was like oh yeah i've never seen this i have no idea what the <laughs> fuck is happening
1: <laughs> yeah this movie it, it's kind of weird it's trippy it's got it's like cut up a little bit it's got weird scenes in between everything But uh, it's super unique, and um, I'm a big fan. But we can go into your initial thoughts first, because I I am really interested in what you have to think about most of this movie.
0: All right. First of all, we've talked about it many times on the podcast. we got to get the elephant out of the room. We'll mention it at the top, and then we won't come back to it. (laughs) Jason Sudeikis, Olivia Wilde. (laughs) (laughs) We've discussed it many times. We all know how I feel about it. Uh, Listen, they were happy. They were together at the time of filming this movie. I can't discuss, you know. Maybe, maybe he's a bad guy. Maybe something happened. Who knows? But it seems like Harry Styles came in and and stole stole his woman. So that that's just tough uh, for him all around and and everybody involved. Uh, let's this movie that she I don't know what it's called, but the movie that uh, Harry Styles is in that she's directing that is going to release in a few months. It mm-hmm. better be good. It better be worth it. That's all <laughs> I gotta say. And, it better uh, be
1: better than this movie. That's all I. Know. If she you, left a relationship for Harry Styles, it better be better. Than that's all I know.
0: He's not, I don't even, he's not even like the main character of that movie. Like, well, he's not a good actor. I mean, well, you mean? know what? The MCU would beg to differ. Cody.
1: <laughs> well, he's not even going to be in it because they're not doing an Eternal sequel. So he's just in it and now he's never going to show up again. But
0: uh, I liked his little pig friend or, you know.
1: Yeah, Pat and Oswald. I'm a fan.
0: It was <laughs> <They look> great. <laughs> really good CGI. Oh, terrible CGI. <laughs> but uh,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, that that is sort of the elephant in the room, I guess you could say. But uh, I don't know too much about their relationship. I think Olivia Wilde maybe isn't the best person, but uh, I'm not taking sides here. You know, she's a good director, and
0: Jason is funny. To be fair, yeah, plenty of other people in Hollywood have done the same thing. So yeah, we're just <laughs> we're calling her out specifically. Maybe that's not <laughs> fair.
1: If you're hearing this, Olivia, we're calling you out. But uh, I still like be stories, better. So. I'm not
0: too mad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't don't hurt Harry like you hurt Jason. <laughs> don't do it to him all right uh getting more into some initial thoughts i mean this is essentially just a rom-com with like it's a best friend rom-com not in sure. the sense i mean so is every other best friend movie like this i mean you've got the oh, you that's know, everything's great and then you know everything falls apart and oh they're not friends anymore and then oh wait at the end they're friends again uh except in this one like their fight lasts six hours i don't know she gets to freeze it off in a jail cell for a little bit and then she's fine uh also i just want to say this is a nepotism movie uh basically every person in this movie is related to somebody in hollywood take that you know with what you will uh you got beanie feldstein sister of jonah hill mason gooding son of cuba Gooding jr uh molly gordon who plays AAA, is the daughter of a screenwriter and tv director billy mm-hmm. lord obviously the daughter of uh brian lord and carrie Fisher. i mean This movie uh, is uh, filled with nepotism. (laughs) Oh, it was your (laughs) (laughs) trivia. The Carrie Fisher one was. I'm sorry. But I will say for a movie about a bunch of like kind of rich kids in Hollywood that are in high school, I think it's it's kind of fitting that you just picked a bunch of like sons and daughters of people in the industry. So I'm not going to say that's a knock on the movie, but those are all my initial thoughts. It sounds like you're saying it's a knock. But, um, I didn't put it in the stupidest part.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's interesting, I guess. But the whole nepotism thing, I mean, uh, you could say that about like Tenet with John David Washington. Like, okay, these people are good actors. Let's, I mean, let's yeah, you're right.
0: Down. I mean, this movie I, has like six people.
1: That are- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's a good cast. I don't know. I didn't look too deep into that. But um, rolling into my initial thoughts. Also, I mean, your, your whole friendship thing. Eh, that's interesting, I, I guess, as well. But I mean, I think the cool thing about that is, yeah, they fight for like everything comes out for a minute and then they're they're still friends, like just because they snap at each other because they're both like in a bad moment at the same time. I don't know. Um, but yeah, anyways, my initial thoughts. I'm going to rave this movie if I'm being honest. So if you don't want to hear like me say a lot of good things about it, you can just click forward back to Corbin's part. But um, I think this is a modern comedy classic in my book. I don't really view it as like a, a rom-com friendship in that sense. I view it more as like a super bad in the modern day. Um, But also, I mean, this is like a rated R movie too, which I think is not easy to do in Hollywood these days. And it like came out close around the pandemic and I think it actually made good money too. So um, just speaking in that terms, I mean, the main two chemistry is what carries this movie, I think. Uh, Obviously you got Caitlin Dever, Beanie Feinstell. Obviously I'm a fan of Beanie. Uh, I've rated her in the past as well, but Caitlin Dever also underrated. I think she's very, very good in this. and. yeah, I, I think like they do carry it, but the supporting cast is also very good, very funny. Everybody has their own little shtick. Uh even like you throw in Lisa Kudrow and Matt Forte for no reason and they're super funny in it. But um yeah, also in general, I mean, to get into more of the direction, I mean Lively Wild, I think this is a masterpiece of directing, if I'm being honest. Um, you can chime in on this because you know a bunch more about it, but I mean, just the the use of um I think music in this movie is very interesting uh because the first time i watched it i didn't even really notice that much but on a rewatch, watch like it, music is constant it's constant so we and just the way they edit it between scenes is also very cool um obviously i'm going to talk about like the pool scene later and the use of music in that is like the shining example i have of like how good the direction is i mean just the shots the moving back and forth the cuts i really like it and uh, olivia wilde i mean the dialogue as well i'm not obviously she didn't write this but i mean it's sort of just like that snappy how I feel like people might talk in high school. Like that's how I talk in high school. I just back and forth kind of insults everywhere. But I mean, at the end of the day, like you've been there with these people for like 10 plus years. So, you know, everybody, everybody has their own thing, but yeah, no, uh, it's just the constant movement from scene to scene as well. There's so many weird scenes in this movie.
0: And I love
1: it. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm sorry. There's
0: there's, I think from a directorialist perspective, there's those specific things that she decides to do that are just like weird and out there. And like these little like vignette yeah. moments, like when uh, Beanie Feldstein gets to the party and there's like the dance, like the ballroom <laughs> dance scene, or like I mentioned before, the stop motion animation part where yeah. uh, they're on Asian ayahuasca and, and that's <laughs> how they perceive everything. And I, I think those are the, the moments when it, it does really shine. Um, and I, I do think this is a, is a good direct, especially for a directorial debut. um very impressive you talked about the dialogue this movie was written like by four different people and it kind of went through that like oh somebody wrote it and then like somebody else got the script and got to like rewrite it another time so it's hard to like pinpoint who exactly you can attribute that to so it's it you know we can say the dialogue is great from the screenwriters but it's you can't identify one person uh, but something i did read is that uh olivia wilde was very encouraging like if anything doesn't sound right to you if you don't like it like rewrite your dialogue make it authentic to who you think the character is and i think that's where a director can come in and and it's it's all about how you direct the actors and in in your ability to to get good performances out of them and i think clearly did a great job of that
1: yeah no, i agree with that i mean all the side characters performances are really fun i think they they really just let them go for it and i don't think like a lot of directors would give actors that much freedom i don't know but um yeah just in general as well i think just the throwing of scene to scene (laughs) is a super fun way to structure a movie i mean how many different locations are in like just the like the middle hour chunk where they're trying to find a party they go to the boat, they go to the boat, they go to the weird, uh, whatever, dress-up stuff. They they do the, the doll scene, and they're in the car with the pizza guy. I mean, it's just just flying through it. I think the pacing is really fun. Maybe at the end, it does get dragged on a little bit. Um, I think we were talking about this last week, but every movie now has to have like four endings, and this movie's no exception. Like, they drag out the graduation, and then her leaving, and the, the, it keeps going on after that. But, um, I mean, all in all, th- for me this is i mean i don't want to give him like my rating and everything but this is one of my favorites i've seen in the past couple of years and uh long initial thoughts there but i wanted to get everything in so uh yeah i'm a fan
0: yeah absolutely now let's uh move on to the stupidest part of this movie cody <laughs> you stupid not. i got a couple things so i'll get us started first of all i just want to share a quote with you uh mm-hmm. i'm curious your thoughts i don't have a lot to say about it but In a May 2019 Vanity Fair interview, director Olivia Wilde described Booksmart as the training day of high school movies.
1: (laughs) The training day?
0: (laughs) I just don't think that makes any sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not a great comparison. Uh, I don't think anything is, you know, to the series level of training day. Also... I mean the plot of training. They're day. best
0: friends. They knew each other already. That's not even doesn't, like that's not how training. That's not what training really translate. Yeah, that, that's interesting. I, I don't know about that, but uh, I got a couple like nitpicky weird things. I'll run through mm-hmm. real quick, and then we'll move over to you. Uh, first of all, they're not like so they have their whole like they try on clothes before the party, and like mm-hmm. they're not the same size person. Like that's just a fact.
1: Yeah.
0: So does she just have a bunch of clothes over at her house? And like, why do they ha- why does she have two of the same outfits, but like one of them in the size of like Beanie Feldstein? And they're, I don't know, they match. It's just strange. That just doesn't make any sense. You know, it's just kind of one of those like, oh, get rid of the shoe leather of, of the script. Like, we'll we'll brush over this fact just to have a fun time. Uh, maybe some schools <laughs> is, do this, but uh, I don't know.
1: That is the most nitpicky thing I've ever heard about.
0: <laughs> maybe some schools do this, but I don't know a lot of schools that have graduation like the day after classes end.
1: Sure no good that's point. just you
0: know you got to put it all together uh I don't very why well. does why does every like weird this is like it has its like 2000s comedy moment when she pukes uh mm-hmm. that's like a very like 2000s let's just have a weird puke scene uh I, I don't think that really holds up now I just don't think that's not funny <laughs> I think we're past right. that I think fair we've enough. grown fair enough puke scenes are out I back it puke scenes are out come on <laughs> no more in the 2020s we better not see it again this better be the last one <laughs> especially for a good movie this movie is better than that i think it fair deserves enough. better
1: all right that's the first one i actually back fair enough you got um
0: why why'd the teacher fuck that weird student <laughs> that, that's just a strange storyline like yeah. i get he's like he's not underage so that's good at least but you know it's not licorice pizza out here but wh- why'd she need to have sex with like the weirdo student i i don't know
1: i mean that's not confirmed but um uh, yeah that's also weird. She's, I, like, I back going up level.
0: to him and whispering in his ear the next day. No, she whispered in the wrong person's
1: ear. Then well, she's, like...
0: she was trying to.
1: And then she rethought her life and was, like, yeah, probably not a good idea. But, uh, yeah, the, the teacher stuff, that was in my dumb part as well. I feel like it is just kind of out of place. Um, I do like that actress. I think she's done some other good stuff, too. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of just, like, thrown in because I feel like she's, like, third billing and they just needed something for her to do. But yeah I don't know I I do back some of what you're saying there um I do think the plot in general is pretty dumb like this is not a a super serious movie if I'm being honest but um yeah I'd say probably the dumbest thing is the doll scene um you brought it up earlier like I do like it a lot but it probably works the least out of everything in the movie it's just kind of I don't even know what it's trying to say it's not really saying anything it's just kind of there because they're on drugs and i think they just want to do something super trippy but um yeah i'm a fan of it like i definitely laugh throughout it but in the grand scheme of the movie i feel like it doesn't really work um and then also uh sort of backing what you're saying about uh the close scene i think the first 15 minutes or so maybe even half hour it's a little shaky like just the opening scene of uh of them dancing i feel like that's kind of out of place in the entire movie as well like, it's obviously just setting up, like, their best friends and, you know, they're they're kind of weirdos and they're going to dance in the street, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I think that in combined with, like, them preparing to go, like, even the setup to the movie is kind of dumb. But just that whole scene at their house as well, where they're doing the clothes was also on my list. It's just like, yeah, they probably need to put it in, but it's not necessary. Like, that's just following the typical trope of, like, a, a teen, like, raunchy comedy, I feel like. But, um, yeah, I think this movie is kind of hard to pick at, uh, especially with your nitpicky stuff there. I went more general, but (laughs) I don't know. What do you think?
0: Uh, I got a a couple more things. First of all, uh, why is every kid in this movie just a genius? Like, why are they all going to Ivy League schools? This is like the Spider-Man No Way Home thing. Like, oh, you all thought you were going to all three of you were going to get into MIT. Oh, wait, you did. Why is every single kid in this? Oh, oh, I'm going to Harvard. Oh, I'm going to Yale. Oh, I'm going to go work at Google next year. Like, can we get at least a couple dummies in there? Like, have some oh, love I'm for the for the idiots out there. Come on. Sure
1: there, I'm sure there's some dummies, but
0: yeah. They're not cool I mean, either.
1: The five sort of cool kids she ran down the hall yelling at, asking where they went to college. They're all going somewhere good. Evidently, that guy's good at soccer. Somehow that chick got like a 1650 on her SAT. Like, what's going on there? I mean, <laughs> that's pretty fucking hard to do. But, um, yeah, also, Gigi's going to Harvard, and that was, like, her fifth choice. She might be lying, if I'm being honest. I don't buy that. But, uh, yeah, that, that's a good point, too. Definitely just a plot point that is, like, eh, probably not
0: true. I mean, obviously, all these people are – well, they're not, like, all rich compared to, like, us. <laughs> they, they have more money, but they definitely, upper, you know – Upper Upper middle class, you yeah. know. They, they have more opportunities at these schools, some of them potentially. Uh, other thing, I just don't think the whole jail – thing makes a lot of sense i don't think you, this girl would just get arrested she would probably just get a ticket taken home like that's not i don't think they keep i mean yeah she's 18 but just underage drinking Gonna you know, arrest her and stick her in jail for the night doesn't it eh, doesn't seem too accurate to me and yeah. then they get her out by sharing information about a serial killer <laughs> pizza driver so that's
1: funny but maybe you just set up for a joke um but yeah i feel like that wouldn't happen actually because like if they show up to an underage party like they don't arrest people usually they just like tell everybody get the heck out i don't know i haven't been busted you know i'm not going on record saying i've been busted at a party here but <laughs> pretty sure that's not what happens and also like she would get a call she'd call like her mom or something right yeah like her parents
0: house. would like come i guess you can't bail someone out overnight but i just don't think they would keep some like 18 year old kid in high yeah. school whose graduation the next day in jail
1: they're not going to keep somebody in jail overnight over a high school party where she wasn't even really drinking i mean yeah i don't know but uh, that's a good point.
0: <laughs> that's a uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much everything i got for a uh, stupidest I, part.
1: I was expecting more out of on that line. Kind of disappointed.
0: Listen, i don't want to hate on this movie too much. I think there's <laughs> oh, if you want to get into like the overarching issue i have with like yeah, kind of yeah. all modern teen movies like uh-huh. rep- i don't know. I think it's really hard when you have somebody who's like Olivia Wilde who's 38 uh people in this movie who are all like 25 26 27 28 they're not high schoolers and I think especially today in in 2019 when this movie came out or or now I think the generational difference the way we communicate the way the internet works is just not well represented in this movie and is not accurate to like high, like these people are a year younger than us or they're supposed to be and i just think it, that there's a lot of things that just feel out of place and old and like unmodern and especially in like a, what should be like a pretty hip la high school i don't know it it, it doesn't sit right with me and i think it's easy because probably like when super bad came out in 2008 you could probably say the same thing you know it was made by a bunch of people who were significantly older and were not in high school but it's easy to look back now like we can't experience that because we weren't alive then and we didn't go to high school at that point and it's more of a nostalgia thing right whereas now like being at the age when this movie comes out i just don't think it resonates or sits quite like in the same way whereas maybe people in a few years will look back and it's like oh this is a great teen comedy like this is what high school is like but I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily accurate
1: yeah that's an interesting take I think that's uh, part, true of
0: all things about teenagers. Yeah. I think it's so hard to make things about young people and it's very rarely done in like the perfect way. So I'm 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 it's not even really a problem with this movie. It's a problem with all, you know, teen things.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I that definitely makes sense. I don't view this movie as like an accurate representation of high school.
0: Exactly. I just, like I just
1: that's a as a fun comedy. Um so yeah, I didn't even really think about that in the sense of like it's representing something that I went through i guess um but yeah i mean the thing is as well i want to throw out it's like i'm definitely here to defend this movie but we all don't like the same movies like 100 uh to throw one out there that i don't like which i'm pretty sure you like a lot is uh eighth grade i do not like mm. that movie at all i think it's very awkward and i don't like it. i don't like watching it at all but i mean it is a, like a well-made movie it's very well directed but it's just like something doesn't sit right about it to me and that's. Well, i think
0: that's me. the point of that movie it's supposed well, to no. make you feel awkward I,
1: oh yeah it is 100 percent. but in general there's just something about it that doesn't sit right with me and that sounds like it's sort of similar to you with this movie so that's kind of cool i think we don't all have to be like oh i For really sure. connect with this movie i really connect with that movie but um yeah that, that's an interesting take i did not expect you to say that at all so it's cool
0: let's uh move on to favorite scene she what's very gorgeous to me cody what's your favorite scene?
1: I got two I want to point out specifically that I, I really enjoy. The first one is Jason Degas scene in the, the left or Uber. Whatever this is, is
0: also this is also mine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think comedy-wise, it's, it's the best scene in the movie. Uh, Jason Degas is just a funny guy in general. He's got his car decked out with, I don't even know what it is, like peppers with uh, Christmas lights or something. And um, I don't know. he just got really good chemistry with, with, with the girls as well. Even their... opening with in the principal office i think is funny as well with him and uh i mean he's just he's a he's a a funny guy a little starter he's uh uh, i'm a big fan of obviously it ends with uh, them watching porn (laughs) the hawks which is a good ending as well but um yeah you want to bounce off that a little bit i really like that scene
0: hey man jason Sidakis can play a middle-aged loser like nobody (laughs) (laughs) and uh i mean that that's what this role is i think it fits well uh i agree i think. The thing is, like, you see as soon as they start watching the porn, like, you instantly know, like, what's about to happen. But, like, yeah. that doesn't distract from the moment. It just, like, makes it even better because, like, it's that anxiety and anticipation. And then it finally happens. And you're like, oh, this is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, I I do agree. Like, the three of them, the chemistry they have, I'm sure there was a ton of, like, improv that was happening in that scene. And, and it just bouncing off each other. It's fantastic. Like you said, the beginning is great, too, when he just, like, kicks him out of his office. And he's like, it's last day of school. Leave me alone, please. <laughs> Yeah,
1: no funny stuff all around, and uh, I know you're a big Sudeikis guy, so I want to throw that out there. But um, my other favorite scene, which is definitely my favorite favorite scene, I've talked about it before, is the pool scene. Uh, the music, man, the fucking music is so good. Uh, the cinematography, oh man, like legit. If you haven't seen this movie and you don't want to watch it, that's fine. But do me a favor and go watch that scene. I don't know, man. There's something about it that it's just amazing. Um, and then also just like character moment as well, where. It's like, uh, whatever her name is, Caitlin Dever, breaking out of her shell a little bit and sort of just letting yourself live in the moment and be happy for a second. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely my favorite scene. I think I said it before on the podcast, like it's one of my favorites of all time. I, I just really connect with it. And um, yeah, the pool scene, I, I can watch that every single day and, and still get a smile on my face. So big fan.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, the, the only other one I wanted to mention <clears throat> Well, first of all, I want to say my least favorite scene is probably when Lisa Kudrow is uh, having an intimate moment with that panda bear, and giving <laughs> it some goodbye kisses. Uh, I didn't like that; was not a fan. Uh, I I just enjoy the whole like boat interaction with Jared. Uh yeah. When I I think when I first saw the movie, I like really hated his character, but in in watching it now, I I like there's I think his character is pretty brilliant actually, mm-hmm. uh, and everything about it. So I I just really love the. I mean, even just like the, the car ride of them getting there. But then when they get there and they realize like it's not a real party and he's having this like insane yacht thing with when he DJs and then they go up on the boat and she's like trying to get her smoke We I, I just love everything about that scene. I think it's great.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a good one as well. I do really like, I like the car drive overs as well. They open up the cocaine canister. <laughs> he's like, oh, those are her vitamins. She just snorts uh, whatever. She has to crush
0: G. them up and start. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that character's very fun, so I back that. But, uh, yeah, I want to hear uh, your who can act in this movie, because there's a lot of good choices, I think.
0: Wow. Uh, I'm going to take the easy, probably cop-out answer, and just say the main two. I mean, yeah. I think I think Beanie Feldstein and uh, Caitlin Dever are, are the best two things in this movie. Their chemistry is off the charts. Um, I know Olivia Wilde, like, forced them to spend, like, a shit ton of time together just hanging out prior to the movie. Like, they were roommates for 10 weeks before they filmed this. And I think That shows through. I mean, they seem like best friends. You you could legitimately believe that they've been friends for a long time, and uh, I think they're both really well cast in their roles. And I'm looking forward to seeing what both of them do in the future. Obviously, Beanie Feldstein has been a little bit more successful, but I think they both have uh, you know bright futures ahead.
1: Yeah, Uh, funny enough, those were the two I I had down as well for connect. It is probably a cop out, but it's definitely the right answer. I mean, Beanie finds I can't even say I can't talk to that dude. Beanie Feldstein, Feldstein, whatever her name is. Feldstein, uh, yeah. I mean, she is the lead, I think, in this movie in my eyes. Uh, she, her motivations sort of just carry the movie. And um, I think her performance is on point, obviously, as I've said in the past. Also, that dancing you mentioned. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she can do everything. What can she not do? She's an <laughs> absolute chameleon. But, uh, yeah, Caitlin Dever, I think, is, like I said, super underrated. Um, she's she's like the heart and soul of this movie, in a sense. Uh, it's her journey we're, we're really following the most. And um, she's got, like, the most emotional stuff, I think. So I think she does that pretty well. Obviously, just somebody finding, you know, a lot about themselves, or sexuality, uh, just trying to grow up in the world. And it's not easy, but uh, I think just her performance in general is, is super fun and, and super emotional at times as well. So, yeah, I definitely back that.
0: And unfortunately, they stuck her in Dear Evan Hansen, so <laughs> not a great year for her. <laughs> not, they
1: stuck a lot of people that movie, but uh...
0: yeah. Yeah, not Amy Adams. Sorry.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Rip <laughs> Amy Adams. Rip
1: Amy Adams. Dude, her Asian is terrible. I don't, yeah. know. I don't
0: Sa- know. Someone save that woman, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Every other movie she has is just absolute trash, but yeah. Tough.
0: Let's move on to uh who can't act. My opinion! Cody, uh, who you got, who can't act.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one, I think. I don't know if there's anybody noticeably bad, bad. I do have a couple options here, and one of them is Jared, who I do like as a character, but I don't think he's the best actor in this movie. His name's uh, Skylar Gisando. And, um, of yeah.
0: uh, Amazing Spider-Man fame?
1: Oh, what, who's he in Amazing Spider-Man?
0: I think he just plays one of Gwen's little brothers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is the one
1: who's talking shit at dinner? I hope so.
0: Plays Howard Stacy, so I, I'm assuming that's...
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I would have never... That should have been your trivia, because I would have never played it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah he's all right I think he's maybe a little bit obviously compared to some of the other leads and he does have a good amount of screen time too uh his one scene with Beanie Feinstell where he's actually talking about his life and everything like that's the best scene he has but other than that he just he's putting on a facade and it's hard to put up a, put up a facade as an actor I think as well so uh, and then also my other pick was uh the character Gigi who is Billy Lord which uh you already mentioned is Carrie Fisher's daughter I don't know her. Her choices are interesting interesting. This movie it is a funny joke. While she keeps on like popping up everywhere, but the
0: I, character just I, doesn't make a lot of sense. I
1: yeah, I definitely back. To, and just her, I feel like she's overacting 100. Like she's trying to be this crazy, like funny character, but I don't know. She just kind of comes off as a psychopath, which is fine. But I mean, I you don't really get any connection to that character either, which probably doesn't help uh, her overall performance. But, yeah, she's kind of just all over the place, in my opinion. So I'd probably pick those two.
0: My, uh, my pick, and I agree. I think it was kind of hard. I'm going Molly Gordon, who plays Triple uh, A. First of all, yeah. very funny joke. Good nickname. I mean, bad nickname. But <laughs> um, I don't know. I think the main scene where she, like, has to put in the most work is, like, that drive when she's giving her the ride home at the end. Yeah. She's like, uh, I, I, I didn't. Well, I just gave her a ride home. Well, I did suck their dick, but I don't know. I just think that's like a, not a great acted scene. It's it's not super believable. She just kind of, you know, found her at yeah.
1: No, I I back that too. She really is only in like two scenes. She's not even mm-hmm. really at the party, I don't think. Which is, I mean, for a setup character, I don't think she has any lines at all in the party. So kind of weird that he just throw her at the end to sort of. And a scene.
0: it yeah, I guess for like her because like basically like it's. That moment is like the, the realization moment for a little, like for Beanie's character. It, it's, a, it's supposed to be a pretty big moment in the film. And I, I don't know. I just think it doesn't quite land well. I don't think they, they interact well together.
1: No, I don't buy their, their connection, if I'm being honest, either. But yeah, good point.
0: All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the recast. And we're back. <laughs> Cody, the recast you're fired you're fired you're fired you're fired, you're fired. We recast it.
1: absolutely i have some absolutely banging recasts this week I'm be honest okay I'm i struggle
0: fun. with this category a little bit so i'm, I'm excited okay. to hear what you got
1: i'm excited i i have some fun ones this week so i got two I'll, I'll go with my first one um i'm getting rid of billy lord which uh you know like i said jesus is all over the place but um i'm replacing billy lord with the actual lord um not jesus the singer <laughs> <laughs> well uh, uh, no comment but uh yeah lord the singer i think if you throw in this movie it actually is super fun Um, uh, it brings some american support.
0: accent or her real voice uh
1: whatever she wants i don't get i don't really care okay. uh, but she's got like a little bit of star power i think and she could bring in some singing scenes you know she could add a little bit more depth to the character because i mean she's going to get higher billing and like it's going to be a more important character than just one joke over and over again so um yeah i mean she can do like some of the music for the the movie as well i mean you can't really beat that lord's a pretty good artist so uh yeah throw in why not i think she'll have some fun
0: yeah it's funny you actually mentioned that um this was probably going to be something i was going to talk about what i was into but uh i was just recently listening to hunter schaefer of euphoria and and lord just did an a24 podcast together it was really interesting hearing them talk and i like that i I, i've never really like Listen to like Lord too much, like knowing too much about her. But after listening to that podcast, and I'm down. I'd love to see you in this movie.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I like <laughs> hear. Who's your first? Who's your recast?
0: Uh, I really just have a main one. I was trying to, I don't know, I just kind of struggled with trying to find people that were like the right age and, and, and would yeah. fit well. If I had to pick, I would probably recast Ryan. I, I don't like the actor, I, I think that's a weird character, but I don't mm-hmm. know an actress who would necessarily be better. Um, but so I'm I'm taking out one of the big hitters here, and I'm replacing Galen Dever, and I know, oh, nice. oh <laughs> and I'm bringing in Haley Steinfeld.
1: Okay, what age here's... Haley Steinfeld? Like Ender's Game, or what? Are we gonna...
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, she how old is she now? She's not that old. Yeah, she's not that old. She's probably like 25. She's 25. She's literally. I think she's the same wow. age. How old's Beanie Feldstein? I don't know. Probably Galen like 25. Dever, 25. Perfect. They don't oh, don't even need yeah. to change the age. So yeah. <laughs> Fair First of all, here's the thing. She could play Amy. Caitlin Dever could never be the girl in True Care. <laughs> she could not be Hawkeye. And okay. she could probably do Edge of 17, but that's beside the point. Uh, I think Haley Seinfeld is just probably a lot better actor. And yeah. uh, she kind of has a little bit of that. Listen, uh, Caitlin Dever is playing, obviously, a lesbian in this movie. She's straight in real life. Haley Seinfeld, a lot of people on TikTok think she's for the girls. So maybe it works. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Interesting date there. Um yeah, I like Haley Steinfeld. I I think uh maybe if she's roommates with Beanie Feldstein for 10 months, uh, they would have good chemistry too. So yeah, why not chuck her in now like that? Um but yeah, my other recast, which uh is a doozy. Um I'm taking out Jared, he's my other worst actor, uh, Skyler Skylar amazing Spider-Man fan. He's gone. In uh, Nice Museum. Is he in Night Museum? The no. second one. <laughs> i've seen that movie multiple times who does he play
0: nick daly i think it's the sun
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: maybe but not Me. the first movie the second yeah
1: movie. definitely not the first movie but uh <laughs> yeah that's interesting of uh battle of the spisodian fame good movie uh but yeah he's gone so we're throwing in uh, a teen tina movie classic mclovin himself is getting thrown into the mix here uh christopher vince blasé uh also I sorry
0: wanted... third one he's in the third one he's in secret okay. of tune
1: i don't know if i've seen that one so that makes more sense um but yeah throwing throwing mclovin dude why the heck not they're also in prime mclovin like take him out of super bad and just throw him straight into this movie at the exact same age. Um, I think it just adds a little bit more depth to the character. You believe like nobody would show up to his party because he's this rich loser and like he's trying to buy everybody. But it's McLovin who's going to show up. To his party. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you cut out. Well, no, actually, just keep. I think also the what makes it less believable is Beanie Feldstein and, and that kid uh, making out at the end. I feel like that's mm-hmm. not really deserved either. You throw McLovin in, dude. Why not? Like that guy pulls. Have you seen Superbad? Um, but yeah, why not, dude? McLovin. I've said McLovin ten times. I'll say it a couple more. McLovin's a dog and McLovin deserves to be in this movie.
0: What's McLovin's uh real real character name? Do you know? Uh
1: no. Christopher Mins Place. That's his actor's name. He's really good in uh This is the End. Big fan of that movie. But uh no, what's his actual name? You know? Fogle. Come on. Oh yeah, Fogle. Yeah, I knew that. But I haven't seen Super for a while. i get off my back. Slash Mohammed. Yeah. <laughs> it's the
0: most common name in the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a great movie
0: welcome to the academy cody
1: there's, there's a mistake moonlight you guys won best picture
0: what is what are you nominating <laughs> this movie for
1: welcome to the Academy. yeah um i have a couple first one is somewhat serious uh i want to live wild nominated for best director i feel like that's pretty bold because best director is probably the toughest category to get nominated for i would say just um the amount of good movies that come out each year and the amount of good directors that are out each year as well. But uh if I'm being honest, I didn't even do that much research. I'm not sure who else was nominated this year, but I don't really care. Throw her in the mix. She's not going to win, I don't think, just because like it's a team rom-com sort of comedy, raunchy comedy. But I mean, like I said before, I'm a big fan of just the overall direction. So why not?
0: Uh, ever heard of someone named Bong Joon-ho? Directed a little movie called Parasite.
1: Yeah, I have. Uh, I believe that I've rated Parasite lower than Bookstar, Booksmart. What about, not, uh, <laughs>
0: what about Martin Scorsese, the Irishman? <laughs> I'm Heard not him?
1: saying take out the big names. I Quentin
0: Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: I Okay. I don't know if he deserved it for that, if I'm being honest.
0: Todd Let's Phillips, go. the Joker. You can take that one out.
1: Yeah, there it is. There's we'll drop the, that. There's the wrong one. Sam
0: is 1917. I think you kind of, for, for that movie, directorially, you probably have to nominate it. I don't think it's the Best <laughs> Picture nominee, but... Definitely uh best director. So like we'll that. drop Todd. We'll drop Todd.
1: Yeah. I back that. I Hang don't know how boy. he's I don't know how he was nominated for Joker, honestly. Like that's pretty tough to do as a director for a comic book movie.
0: But... That movie was nominated for best actor and one, nominated yeah. for best picture, nominated for best I, director. I mean it was yeah, pretty well loved movie. I don't know. I
1: think best actor was deserved to be nominated, but I mean, like Christopher Nolan wasn't nominated for Best Director of Dark Knight, and that was a much better movie than Joker, so
0: I don't know. True. Eleven years later, things change, I guess. Maybe the Oscars are getting better or worse. It's hard to say. Yeah, I, they I didn't mean, nominate yeah. a woman, so <laughs> probably not. So not that's
1: better. All. Olivia Wilde is a woman, so in 2019, she's not allowed to be nominated for Best Director.
0: So There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Only two women have ever won the award, I think.
1: Uh, then Sophia Sofia Cope? She's probably won one. Of them Sophia right.
0: Coppola yeah. and uh, The Hurt Locker.
1: Yeah, Bigelow. Lady.
0: Yep. okay
1: Yep. Director. I like Catherine Bigelow a lot. Point Break.
0: Uh, yeah. Fast and Furious.
1: <laughs> did you do Fast and Furious?
0: No, but Fast oh. and Furious is Point Break. So. Oh, good point. <laughs> they stole the. They stole the, her whole, her whole stick.
1: I wouldn't have been surprised if she did the first Fast and Furious. This seems like one of her movies.
0: Well it's not
1: <laughs> so. By the style of it i mean it is point rick i guess but anyways yeah what, tell me uh you're welcome to the academy here
0: so uh i'm gonna hit it first Thanks. with uh best matching party outfits great looks uh <laughs> absolutely and then uh worst use of a stuffed panda <laughs> or best depending i guess on who you ask yeah. but I, I would say probably worst for
1: i'd probably say worst too <laughs> i mean what happened to his eye that's all i want to know but yeah <laughs> no comment all right i have another one i'll just throw in i think this is the best super bad sequel we'll ever get uh i was talking about McLovin earlier but i mean you can't really make like if this is a super bad sequel is there something better you can do with it obviously you can bring back different characters but just in the the sequel said like you switch it to guys to girls
0: oh chloe Zhao won best director
1: oh uh for what what do you
0: think Nomadland a year ago
1: (laughs) yeah that's true that's deserved as well so what was that three three no
0: only two women have ever won seven have been nominated I think so no she was she was nominated for Lost in Translation but she did not win Jane Campion Lena Wertmuller Greta Gerwig Lady Bird yeah also Emerald Fennell was nominated last year as well Uh, so we did have two women last year so Twenty twenty was better, I guess. Only took a pandemic for somebody to making you know, get some, some strides sense. in the academy.
1: Yeah. Um they'll just nominate five women this year just and say fuck it.
0: Game uh, Campion will potentially win this year, so for There's, what? Uh power of the dog. I mean it's oh, top I'm two sure. best picture right now. So
1: I thought you said you didn't like that movie.
0: I don't, but <laughs> it's getting a lot of Oscar buzz and I need to is watch winning that a year. lot of stuff. So does
1: Cumberbund have a a British accent or no?
0: No, it's like the American West. <laughs> Set in like Montana.
1: Yeah. I kind of don't want to see it. I feel like his accent game is not great. Um, I mean
0: he's also top two for best actor right now, so
1: yeah. I mean how his how performance I... is
0: good. His performance yeah. is good. And the directing is is good. I just don't like the like story like that much.
1: He doesn't get nominated that much. It was just uh that Code movie. I feel like that's it. Imitation game. Yeah, I haven't seen that either, to be fair, but I don't know. I think he's not that good of a, uh, an actor, uh, full take, but um, yeah, this is a super bad sequel pretty much. And um, I can't think of a, a different movie that is a better super bad sequel than this one, so that's my offer.
0: Do you think they should have just said that Beanie Feldstein was Jonah Hill's sister?
1: Oh, that that works 100%. Yeah, I definitely,
0: I mean, literally just, made, I mean, listen, they, I mean, they don't need to do but, that. I think this movie no. can stand alone, but it would have been fun.
1: You could have brought back the parents from Super Bad, too. Uh, the, Oh, well, maybe they didn't show Jonah Hill's parents too much. They showed his mom, I think. But um, that would've been a fun, just like little e- Easter egg. They didn't even tell anybody, and it's just like, oh, it's the same actress who played in that movie and then here as well. Like Beanie finds Billings obviously related to Jonah Hill. But um, yeah, I think that would've been a fun little Easter egg, but not a bad idea.
0: Um, let's move on to weird movie details trivia. Rob.
1: Naked grandma, Naked, huh?
0: I know I took yours. Do you have an Do you have another one or?
1: I do. Yeah, you took my easy one. Um, I have a very, very difficult one. But yeah, obviously, off the bat, like you are saying, a lot of people are late to other people here. And uh, yeah, Gigi, Billy Lord is the famous daughter of who? Blah, blah, blah. Carrie Fisher, yeah. Carrie Fisher. So, uh, Rest in peace. I'll, I'll throw it over to you because my one is very difficult and you're probably not going to get it. So,
0: Mine yeah. is also very difficult and you're probably not going to get it. So,
1: Alright, I want
0: to hear it. That's it. This film is... Includes four former Saturday Night Live cast members, and is executive produced by another. Name these five people.
1: Oh man, who I don't know about the executive produced one. You got obviously Will Forte.
0: You didn't watch the credits, man. You missed I it. Did actually, there's a I, big name. There's a big name that executive <laughs> produced this movie.
1: I didn't watch that closely, but uh, yeah, obviously Will Forte. He's, he's actually pretty funny on SNL. Uh, I believe Sudeikis is on SNL. Is that, in, is that incorrect? Yep, he's one of them. Okay, um, an actual cast member, not just like a, appearing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, mm, what other grown ups are in this movie? I don't fucking really know. I don't think Lisa Kudra is one, is she? No, is she one or no? No. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. What other adult are in this movie, bro? Um, maybe their teacher. I don't know. I don't even know her name uh let me think let me think let's see who else is in, i'm missing a couple obvious people i feel like mm.
0: to be fair there's one of these that you're not gonna get because they just played the voice of something
1: oh it's maya rudolph
0: yeah there you
1: go <laughs> that was like i was trying to think of somebody yeah the, the she's a whatever the voice of something who is the other one in this movie who was an snl cast member
0: it's the pizza driver, Michael Patrick O'Brien.
1: Uh, okay. See, I would have never gotten that. Thanks for cutting me off. But yeah, executive producer. Who's that too? I don't know that. Come on. Adam Sandler?
0: Biggest biggest name in comedy. One of the biggest.
1: Oh, it's Will Ferrell.
0: Yeah. There you yeah.
1: go. I was looking at IMDb and Will Ferrell and my Rudolph were both on there. So it's kind of cheating. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sick. Just I kind of got the there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely oh. not. Will Forte. Good job.
1: No, that's, yeah, Will Forte, that's not legend, come on, MacGyver. Uh, yeah, my question, I don't know if you've even seen this this uh, television show, because you don't watch TV, but uh, we'll see anyways. So you know the character Theo, the one who sleeps with the teacher? The actor's name is Eduardo Franco, and he's actually in a, a Netflix original television series um, that I really enjoy, and I want you to name the um, television series that he is in. <laughs> Uh, and as a hint, he is a member of a group called the Wayback Boys.
0: I mean, is it the Umbrella Show, the Umbrella Academy? <laughs> I know you like that show a lot. That's my guess. It's not. It's okay. Not. That's the like. Only... Good...
1: That is a good guess for sure. Okay, so um, what's
0: what's he a part of?
1: It's a it's a Netflix show. It's at two seasons. What's We're his crew Netflix called
0: on. though, or whatever? Huh. You said the uh, the Boys, oh, the Wayback
1: Boys? The Wayback Boys, yeah. It's a great group. They pull pranks on old people. It's pretty funny. A
0: TV show. Netflix original TV show. How many seasons?
1: Two, but he's only in the first one.
0: Oh. So they do something
1: different on the second one.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, I I have no idea.
1: <laughs> Umbrella Academy was a good guest. It's uh, American Vandal. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. Wow, but. yeah. Uh, it's a good one it's it's got that jimmy guy in it it's super funny and uh it's actually got a good cast it's obviously just like making fun of making a murder um it's sort of that format uh very meta but uh very good and he's also pretty funny in it as as one of the way back boys but
0: jimmy tater I just,
1: yeah i want to throw that there just just throw out american vandal because i knew you're never gonna get that little video.
0: shouts for it okay fair enough <laughs> we both missed our questions but I I knew that I got
1: like three out of five. Well,
0: I I knew that Billy Lord was Carrie Fisher's (laughs) daughter. So, (laughs) oh, you you got one right. Fair enough. Let's move on to pitch time. Cody, what's your pitch? Who's dying?
1: (laughs) Yeah, somebody's definitely dying. Uh, Obviously, I'm doing Book Smart too here. Uh, It's going to be called uh, Street Smart. Uh, Very, very good title. Don't steal that. Um, Yeah, who's dying? How about uh, somebody we haven't talked about, uh, Nick, the kid that Beanie team? I can't say her name, but yeah, she's got a crush on him. Let's kill him off because he's not super interesting. And um, basically, obviously, it's going to be like, well, this movie's going to get made like four or five years in the future. Everybody's basically at the end of college or uh, just out of college, and they're all coming back for his funeral. And everybody's like, you know what Nick would want us to do, celebrate his life and throw an absolute rager so they come back and and show the high school kids how to party it's basically like a project x movie but just after a funeral so it's got it's got some emotion to it but it's also just got like crazy insane party scenes um yeah i don't know dude if i'm being honest i don't really want to see a sequel to this movie but i think that'd be fun it'd be fun to see the characters back just you know where is everybody at in their lives and then just a project x in there thrown in so yeah why not
0: i think the uh i agree with you i don't really want a sequel i mean we say that a lot uh i think the what you can get away with is something a little college kind of like you said um maybe make it a a winter break movie everybody's back home from college got to get to see each other you know maybe beanie and uh and Caitlin Dever have have drifted apart and then we we can see them reunite for one final night of fun
1: (laughs) well that's a hell of a pitch.
0: do you think um christmas in la
1: beautiful yeah that'd be fun that'd be fun a winter uh, version of this but um does she still go to africa I, i'm always confused by that I, I, yeah
0: i'm pretty sure she's leaving for africa at the end of the movie that's kind of the whole thing
1: well yeah but then she's like let's go get pancakes or something
0: yeah i think she's just like they're at the airport early i don't i mean <laughs> if you're in lax you probably want to get there pretty early big place i i don't know i guess I mean, she's yeah. gonna push it
1: they're gonna get pancakes like she's it's not like, gonna get to security yeah like
0: Stuff i mean like- go through a drive-thru maybe but where are you getting pancakes from? <laughs> which time do you have? <laughs> Maybe
1: McDonald's, but those aren't good pancakes.
0: Uh hot cakes,
1: yeah, those are pancakes, aren't they? What's Ooh. the difference between a hot cake and a pancake?
0: Ask McDonald's. I don't know.
1: I don't want to ask McDonald's It's disgusting uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you i don't I don't really want to see a sequel. I think a winter sort of a winter break. Nick being dead would be fun but (laughs) yeah that's
0: (laughs) yeah we can still kill Nick and mine too maybe because there's got to be something that like assuming they have drifted apart something has to bring them together because here's the thing like it's easy to make a movie about like that like people coming back for winter break if it's like a small town like I think you know about like we both know that feeling like you come back to your small town for for winter break and it's like you're kind of forced to see people because it's just like you go to a bar and you (laughs) see people from high school can't really do that in the city of LA because
1: Corbin hates his hometown friends. That's all I heard. That's it's cool. gigantic. it, said it out everywhere.
0: I don't think I said that, but <laughs> I, I don't think you can really do that. So you need something specific to force them back together. So if it's killing Nick, then I guess rest in peace to him. I, I don't know.
1: Are you on board with the project X too? Uh, well, we're going to play heads. will roll. And uh, uh, whatever that other song they have in that way, <laughs> uh, Kid Cudi, the remix that's
0: what i thought <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds, sounds like pursuit <laughs> of happiness yeah, yeah uh, cody let's rate this movie you're gonna look at me and you're gonna tell me that i'm wrong am i wrong it's my favorite. let's do it uh, let's hear yours first. it's gonna be a downer 45
1: man oh man
0: out of 69 this
1: holes higher it definitely is
0: Abs so freaking lutely holds a fifty
1: three. Oh my god! I gave this
0: movie three stars, so gets yeah. a forty five. Right, it's a, it's on National Treasure level. Well, it's actually slightly better than National Treasure. So, yeah.
1: Oh man, how depressing, dude! Every good movie I like, you just will not open your mind to. But I think
0: <laughs> I think I'm it's funny gonna... at points. Yeah, it's also just I don't know. I just don't connect with it a ton. It's just not a A movie made for me and that's okay like i I don't know oh yeah i don't
1: you don't have to like the movie it's all right
0: i think uh, it's a, I think it's a well-made movie i just yeah
1: yeah fair enough i'm not arguing but um my rating is gonna be more on the positive side um obviously i'm a big fan i'm gonna go this is never really fine i always just like wing it to the episode i I have a couple i'm thinking like 62 maybe i think that's a good range for it like it's not the best movie of all time but it is a four and a half star in my opinion, and um, yeah, th- that sixty range. I got a lot of stuff around there that I really less liked. than the
0: Princess Bride.
1: Yeah, I'd say I'd say less than the Princess Bride. I I think that's fair, but um, yeah, it's sort of just in that very good range that I, I very much enjoy. So I'll go sixty two. There are some flaws; it's not perfect, but it, I do find it very funny and I do connect with it. So I'll go sixty two out sixty nine.
0: Puts us at a show score of fifty three and a half, and. Yeah, not too bad. Not too shabby. Probably, probably around four stars. So, all right. That is book smart. Hopefully everybody learned something. <laughs> now we're going to talk. What have we been into? Recommendations. Cody, what's the word?
1: I got a couple this week. Uh, again, man, I'm slacking. I'm really slacking. I think I'm going to start a new thing where I uh, just pick a day every week. I think it's going to be like Wednesdays or Thursdays, and I just watch a movie that I haven't seen before. I really do want to catch up on a bunch of good stuff, uh, even on Hulu, like I was looking around. I mentioned this before, but LaLand, I really want to watch, even like uh, another comedy, uh, Role Models, I've heard good things about, like just random stuff I really want to watch, so I think I'm gonna start doing that, but uh, this week, I've watched a couple things, still going on to Daredevil season two, um, partly just to hate watch it, and partly because <laughs> it's decent, um, everything with Elektra. Oh man, it's it's bad. It's like Flash season five levels bad. And I I legit just hate watching it. But the other stuff with the Punisher is actually pretty good. So and also like Kingpin's back for the back half of the season as well. And that's super like their interactions are very interesting. So, you know, it, it's wishy washy. The dialogue is not anything compared to season one, which on rewatch really sucks if I'm being honest. But um the big thing that I started this week, and I really did want to talk about, it, is Game of Thrones.
0: Oh, wow. I have okay. HBO
1: Max, and I was surfing around there. Was big like, endeavor. Yeah, I was like, there's some good shows on here.
0: For a guy I- who wants to watch movies, committing to watching <laughs> six seasons of Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I do have time most nights to, to watch an episode. Of Tour yeah, Tours.
0: you know, you're a single bachelor, you live alone, you know.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, you're not wrong, but uh, yeah, dude, Game of Thrones obviously it's one of the the biggest shows of all time and i figured i'd get caught up with it so i'm on like episode three right now obviously they're very long episodes but i'm already into it man. i'm bought in it's it, i mean just the characters are obviously character driven show but there's just so much going on as well and you know two episodes in I'm, I'm not gonna say i'm hooked but it's definitely decent so far so that's what i got into this week if uh you guys have any more for on hbo max i've heard a lot of like euphoria obviously from you and a lot of other people have recommended that so that'll probably be on my list to start watching too soon but yeah i got hbo max so if you got like some low-key recs, definitely uh, push them out there
0: hbo max man for movies i think it's i think it's probably the best service honestly uh especially classics like anything pre-2000 if you want to find like really good movies there's so many on hbo max um and there's a ton on my watch list that i need, I need to get through
1: what about is casablanca on hbo max
0: Yes, it fun. is, yes, it is oh, oh, because yeah. because uh, HBO Max is like paired with Criterion, which is like you know the historical yeah. like film, so they have a, a, just a ton, an absolute uh, ton of movies. Uh, Paris, Texas is one that I'm, I've been trying to get through, I haven't quite finished yet, but a lot, a lot of great stuff on HBO Max. Um, and yeah, some good TV too. Uh, succession, I've heard nothing but great things, yeah, and I'm, I'm definitely gonna. Th- check that out soon i've I've been saying it for a while but junior
1: junior loves that show
0: yes he does he's
1: recommended that to me too so yeah that's on my list too
0: every week this that dude's like when it was still airing he's like you need to watch succession it's greatest (laughs) show of all time (laughs) yeah maybe one day
1: it's no prison break season
0: one but yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) um so you know also i wanted to comment this is the perfect time of the year if you want to be watching uh movies because everything that's coming out in theaters is is not really that great. So, there's not a lot of new movies coming out right now. So, it's a good time to catch up on old stuff. Uh and that's that's definitely what I'm trying to do now. But I did go to the theater yesterday and yes. check out the new Scream movie. And uh I liked it. So, I actually yes. watched the the original Scream for the very first time Friday night and then went and saw uh the new Scream movie. Uh and I'd never seen the original either. Uh five star movie fantastic really? I always, i always say it the best horror movies are the best like some of the best movies ever like the pinnacle and top tier horror are are amazing and then every wow. it's just a sharp drastic fall off after that i think oftentimes uh to a lot of just low budget you know poorly made stuff scream is especially if, like the film bro in me is is you know it really resonates with that i think uh and, and so does the new one uh it's, the new one's very meta and some people have issues with that but i would say that's kind of the whole point of scream just in general it it kind of plays off of itself and is self-referential and intertextual to the horror genre as a whole and uh yeah i would definitely i think you should check out the new one and and if you've never seen the original definitely it's it's a classic for a reason so
1: isn't that the one with like Drew Barrymore in the
0: first scene? Yeah, Wasn't yeah, it... she, okay. she's in the beginning, and obviously, yeah. you know, try to avoid any spoilers if you're ever going to watch it, because that's kind of the whole point. Is it's it's a whodunit at its core. Is it Drew Barrymore?
1: I haven't seen the movie.
0: Um, well, no, she. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> wow, you just you just spoiled the movie for me. She gets murdered in the first scene. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're maybe the one who her. said it. Who does? Maybe, maybe she comes back from the dead. It's it's also the th- the, something that I like about it is. They're pretty grounded. Like, there's nothing supernatural or like unbelievable about the movie. It's kind of, like it's it's like a real person going around killing people, and like they kind of get the shit kicked out of them sometimes when they're doing these murders. Like, people fight back and like kind of almost stand a chance. Like, I like that about it. Um, and obviously, it's there's a certain love and appreciation for movies and the movie genre that goes into it. Uh, someone, uh, one of the people that I I, I love and, and listen to and talk to about movies not talk to listen to talk about movies is Sean Finnessy of the ringer. Mm-hmm. And he had a, a tweet about how we're like in the quote tweet era of movies. And I would say that this movie is like a quote tweet of a quote tweet. That's like a screenshot of another tweet, but it's like a well-written quote tweet. So okay. I, I think it works. Interesting. Some, like some the... people don't like that, but I think <laughs> it, it's, cr- it's like this movie could not have happened at any other point in history. And like this, this combination of like IP, but being like aware that it's like doing a reboot, and I think it's really interesting. I think it's great, well written, good tribute to Wes West Craven's legacy. And uh, yeah, go check out the new scream movie. That's so really all I like, got.
1: Kind of like Twenty One Jump Street in a sense. It's like that meta.
0: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Except they're literally like, oh, we're in a horror movie. Like that's right the idea. But that's yeah. what they say. That's what the first one is too. It's not like yeah. Yeah. people. I don't know. Some people are complaining about that with the new one. It's like that's literally what the movies are like they're yeah. about the characters in the movies know what no. horror movies you know when you watch a horror movie and you're like oh don't go in there or
1: yeah. the
0: characters in the movies are a little like this is the point in the movie when we should stick together like it's, it's that kind of stuff they, right. they recognize yeah. the edicy of of the genre they know the tropes yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i'm sure they're- plenty of people in history have have written and said things way more coherent and intelligent about the scream franchise uh so so go find those things if if you really want to
1: understand if you want more coherent thoughts don't come back here because you're not going to get them anytime soon
0: well that is true that is definitely true but here we if you're here at this point you probably know that
1: we say that every episode if you're still listening at this point like just respect man the true captors stay until the end because that's where the most weird stuff we just to talk about goes down. But yeah, no, I think this is a fun episode, man. I, I enjoyed just talking about random stuff at times.
0: Finally got to hit Book Smart. Yeah. Next week I, we have a...
1: Go ahead.
0: Next week I was we gonna have say, a I finally guest got to- coming. <laughs> you said go ahead and then decided to talk.
1: I was going to say, I finally got to pick a movie. And I'm just excited that happened. But uh, yeah, next week we have a very excited guest, right?
0: Yeah. We'll, yeah. Uh, we'll see if they are... As, we'll see how excited they are. When they come on the show. But uh
1: yeah, sneak peek on the movie. What, what movie are we thinking?
0: Uh you know, I've heard a couple things, uh, through the Great Prime. Any nope.
1: <laughs> TBD. T B D. Maybe
0: Can't some something classic. Something something you week. probably haven't seen.
1: Yeah, it takes me a week to decide anyways, too. So yeah. There
0: there Definitely. was talk of one movie, but then uh she said she didn't want us to ruin it for her. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. Probably smart, but I would have liked to rip it apart. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. All
0: right. We'll see you in another nine episodes when it's Cody's pick again. <laughs> and uh stay capping, folks. Stay
1: capping. Peace.
0: Peace.